You're listening to Kick Ons with Furman and Jay. Wow, we we're back. Feels like feels like we've been gone for a while. But Long we weekend, and we're back. I've recovered finally. Four AM finishes require two to three business days of recovery now, baby. <laughs> but we're back. We're here. We in this bitch. Ha <laughs> ha. What are you talking about today, Furman? We are talking about nightclub etiquette. Here we go. This one's big one. Big one. Due to our profession, obviously. Yes. We're both in the industry. Yes. All sorts of facets. All sorts of um, facets. What's it called? All sorts of elements inside hospitality we've all done. Whether it's photo taking, music playing, drink pouring, clean. I toilets. haven't done bar work yet. I don't I, think I ever will. I speak for, I speak for both of us, I guess. Yeah, no, point. yeah, definitely. But yes, today we're going to be talking about nightclub etiquette. Uh, we're going to run through some points of what to do, what not to do uh, as a patron, but also as a hospitality individual, if you invite your friends over to your place of work, what to do, what not to do. And the etiquette inside the bar club and or, you know, nightclub that you are part of. Is this going to be a controversial one? Because I've heard no. there's a bit of a, um, a bit of a feedback, not feedback, you know, a bit of a talk about our kick-ons etiquette yeah. one. Yeah. Um, For those <laughs> listening, you knew exactly whose names came up when I said those scenarios. You know exactly. And if you didn't, and if no names popped up, you're that person. Wow. You're that person. Yeah? Right. But today we talk about etiquette inside uh, the nightlife uh, in Perth, uh, according to our context. So, Furman, how many venues have you worked so far in your uh, industry? In my industry, um, probably a handful. I've probably worked at like most of them actually, whether it be photography or um, DJing. Yeah, uh, a bit of promoting maybe. Yeah, for sure. Um, no, I've, I've I've worked on a handful, which is pretty much most of the clubs in Perth, I reckon. Yeah, hundred percent. And crazy for me, I've probably worked everywhere in Perth. Um, I yeah. mean, you go way back, right? Yeah, 11, from, you started from bartending. Literally eleven years now, as of this year. Eleven years. Eleven years of being in hospitality. Actually, more than eleven years. It'd be thirteen years in hospitality. I jumped in at eighteen, very fresh face coup behind the bar, Hyatt Hotel, first uh, gig I ever did, food and beverage attendant. Yeah, right. The chicken or the lamb, sir? <laughs> and then put the plate down. There's the plate. Enjoy. So uh, and then yeah, and then moved around to a couple of pubs. Actually, the first um, place I actually DJed and learned how to DJ. Um, so just a bit about a bit about me. How I became a DJ, right? Darren at three Darren, used Darren. to be called Vodafone. So it used to be called Three Mobile. Oh, Three Mobile. Yeah. Before it got bought up by yeah, Vodafone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was like, oh, check out this mix. Saw this mix. He was like, I became a DJ to make mixes in my car. Got inspired. Moved straight into DJing at the Saint Double View ALH. Yeah. Fuck ALH, by the way. Piece of shit. Cool, you can't be saying that. I hate that shit. Cool, you can't. I hate that company. Anyone who's an ex-ALH employee, you know exactly what I'm talking God about because God, uh, you know they just treat you like numbers. So uh, please check carefully on and then um, I actually got picked up by a friend of mine, DJ Andrew, who's one of my best mates in the UK right now. So your best mates in the UK, in London. He is, yep. Uh, so not in London, in Cornwall. Cornwall, correct. My best Michael. mates in Brixton, right? He taught me how to DJ. Then from then on, I got mentored by a guy called Aaron, called DJ Cornflakes, who took me on for Flakes, yeah. uh, Red Frogs. And then, yeah, through that, I, that's how I became a DJ in that, in that essence. But the rest, I was just bartending, uh, cleaning toilets, picking up glassware, counting money. 
wipe that off. I mean, that's that's why you know where you're so. Uh, you can actually, you know, tell everyone about what to to do and not to do because you have that experience. We've seen, seen it, all. it all, mate. We've we've seen it all. Let's be honest. Yeah. And I'm yeah, sure all the guys listening right now in hospitality, from managers and bartenders, we've seen it all. All the crazy shit that's going on and all the inappropriate shit <laughs> that our patrons and clients have done. So let's start off, ladies and gentlemen. Let's talk about nightclub etiquette. Before we even get to the nightclub. So let's talk about, oh, my friend's a promoter and uh, he does this, this and this or this and this nightclub. Ladies, this one goes straight out to you, to the guys as well. Some of the guys really don't do that much, but during the week, Monday to Friday, my DM's like a ghost town, right? Nobody done message me. Nobody does uh, talk to me. Who has your day? This, that, the other. No, no one cares. We're like a ghost during the week. Friday, 6 p.m. On the dot. Six messages. Hey, gorgeous. How are you? Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Long time to see. How are you? Can you give me any guesses? <laughs> <laughs> I I've been waiting for this one, bitch. So it goes to you guys. I call them the weekend wives. The, the weekend, weekend wives. Only hits me up on the weekends. Only talks to you. Now, Furman... You're a very high up member of the club, Humble. Some would say you even own it. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about your experience. Yeah, well, <clears throat> there's always this set. Uh, there's actually always a few people on the dot. Saturday, 8 p.m., doors already open. VIP, please. It, it's like, why, why ask me? Why ask me mm. on the night when, when you had the whole week to plan towards... Your weekend. Yep. Just ask me, you know. Uh, ask me during the week. Hey, Wednesday. can I have you happy? Wednesday. Thursdays. Yeah, Thursday. Mondays. Organize it earlier. We love, okay. We love having you at the club. We don't want, yeah, it's not like we don't want you in the club. We don't want you to message us when we are balls deep in hospital, in, in, in the event. We've got shit to do. People, it's, the nightclub is going haywire. These CDJs aren't working. <laughs> uh, there's not enough ice in the ice machine. Um, there's some random fights going here and there. Um, the promoter's going, the, the owner's going bonkers. This, that, the other. We can't have you messaging us, all people of this caliber and of this position, 8 p.m. Friday, Saturdays. So. I mean, we're not, it's not, we're not thankful for, not your, at all. for your presence. Don't or get it your patronage. Yes. We love it. We love it. We love you coming to our club. We do. Uh, club nights, week in, week out. It's just a matter of uh, time. I like to call it respect. Put some respect on our name. Respect. Put some respect on our name. Message us Thursday, Wednesday. Hey, man. Listen, I've got a couple of friends that want to come to the club. Can you get us together? This? Hell yeah. I can sort it. Gives us enough time to call people, message people, organize yeah, things. Yeah, because, you know, sometimes we don't, we don't have direct association with the, with the door or we have to go through the boss or stuff like that. So That's totally me. Right there? I just dropped my vape. Haha. <laughs> so that's me. Right? Exactly. Because for Butterfly, I have a guest list, but I have to go through certain yeah, people. Yeah, exactly. So you want to give them time. You want to give yourself time to be able to organize all that stuff. Butterfly, guest list Saturdays, plus 500. Shout out to Osman and Ims. Killing it. Right? Absolutely killing that club. Without them, no one's coming to Butterfly. Right? Yeah. They're going to make the list so we can plan, get things ahead, get things sorted. 
logistics, operations. Give it's not as a matter of, you know, getting, putting you on the list and shoving you through the door, you know? That's exactly right. And especially with the COVID restrictions. So first and foremost, before we even get to the club, message us during the week. Wednesdays, Thursdays. Hey, man. It's this, that, the other. We don't care if you get straight to the point. We, we don't really mind that. We, we're actually okay with that. I mean, yeah, I'd rather you be not fake. Yeah, 100%. Have the respect. Let's ask. Hey, what's up? Need this and this? Can we do it? And also, we don't always have to say yes. So be prepared for the occasion or no. Correct. We got shit to do. We got things prioritized. These guys are spending what? $4,000 in the booth. You're spending $40. Who we <laughs> and pick? You know what? If I ignore you on the Saturday night, it's because I'm busy. Yeah, exactly right. So, so don't expect a reply. Respect on our name, please. Put that list together early and let it be known. Right. So, now you're in the club. I'm on Fermi's list. Here you go. Can I get your ID, please? Yeah, Stamps. That's it. This one's, this one's for the bar people. And this one's for all the people that serve drinks who work on the weekend as per usual. Right? When you get to the bar, please don't forget the words, please. And thank you. Yeah, that's a huge one. On the door, please and thank you. Respect. We people, we still doing our work. We still out here pouring drinks, stamping wrists. We're not your dogs. If I hear, oh. you click at us. A bit of some whistling. I ain't your dog. I ain't your pet. Don't give me that. You know how many times I've seen people at the bar waving money at me like this? You've seen that? That's gross. At me, at me, literally. Right? Trying to get my attention, waving money. Clicking, I mean, clicking this. You, you're, you're best trained for this, right? At the bar, it's, it's fully methodical, right? So yep. you know who's next. You're fully thinking. You see the next person in the corner of your eye. Yep. They're, not being, um, they're not being ignored. Yep. You're just being methodical, right? Yep. Left to right. Left to right or right to left. You have a, you have a, uh, a service system. And then the first, uh, the first rule of service is you always serve the hotties first. No, 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 no. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's always, there's a system involved. So we're not ignoring you. We're just doing our work. And some people, some bartenders cannot take more than one order. So like, for example, right? I'm going to let you in an industry standard secret. So when I serve you, I serve someone, right? Fermin? Yeah. So I, I'm going to serve you. There's a person next to you and then there's a person next to her. So, hey, mate, what would you like? So put, give me order, ready? Uh, so I'm like, hey man, what would you like? I'll take a um, vodka lime soda. Yep. All right, cool. So I'm making a vodka lime soda. As I'm making a vodka lime soda, I'm looking at the next side. I'm like, hey man, what would you like? You can do that. Yep. Because, wow. right, you've said vodka lime soda. Yeah. And then she's going to go, can I get two Red Bull um, vodkas and a Alizé lemonade? So I'm like, all right, cool. So the next person- You line it up. Two vodka, Red Bulls and yeah. an Alizé lemonade. So, so when you're I, already lining it up. You've already got the, you pour multiple vodkas, right? Vodka's already there. Yeah. Right, in the first service. Yeah. I serve the drink, boom, on the yeah. table. I hit the F-pass machine, the yeah. guy's tapping. As the guy's tapping the card, I'm already on the two vodka. Damn, you're efficient. Right. This is industry standard shit. A lot of bartenders I know in Perth will do that easily, right? So I don't have to ask him. So when I'm serving those two vodka, Red Bull vodkas and the Alizé uh, lemonade, I'm then asking the next guy, hey man, what would you like? And yeah. then the guy's like, oh man, can I get a, um, <laughs> and there's always that guy that licks his lips. Oh, there's some really weird guys at the bar. Can I get a, can I get a, uh, can I get a bourbon and Coke and a, uh, <laughs> hey man, what would you like? And then he's always that guy that licks <laughs> Have your drink order ready when you get to that bar. Don't waste my goddamn time, right? You've been standing there for 10 minutes. You should know what you want. Don't ask Rebecca, Jessica, Stan, David on the very far back what you want to order when I get to you. 
You see me serving the two guys down from you, you better have your order ready, right? Beautiful. Please, thank you. Tip. Now, Australia doesn't need... Tip. There's no need for tipping here, as in in America, the system's different. They get paid a very low salary, so they rely on tips to live. Whereas we get paid a very high base rate here compared to America, and tipping isn't essential. I always tip my bartenders. If it's coins and stuff, coins go directly to them. If after the third or fourth service, they're very efficient, they see me first, they get to me, they're getting my $5, they're getting my $10. That's up to you guys. Etiquette, please and thank you. Don't click, oi, don't do that shit. Yeah, that's the worst. I mean, I feel like after a few drinks, people uh, forget about their uh, manners. I hate that shit. I hate that shit so much. goes out the door. Dude, why? Why? What is it about people that they had two drinks and they're just like, Oh, you can't. <laughs> Listen, man, can I get a Jackson? If you ever, if you ever, oi, click at me, I will refuse you service straight away. We're humans, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Now let's switch it up to the DJs. Okay. Uh, what's the most annoying thing they could, what's the equivalent of clicking at you behind the bar? What's the equivalent? To DJing. Song requests. Ooh. <laughs> song requests. Song requests. If I ever see another Snapchat. What is, why is that a thing? With what? full letters. Yeah, why is that a thing? Holding the phone to your forehead. Why is that a thing? Giant letters that says, play Kings of Leon <laughs> in an R&B club. <laughs> I kill you. I kill you straight away. Play Pop Smoke at fucking eight o'clock. Now, Okay. A lot of people are, but what? You DJs are supposed to play a request. You're supposed to play what we want to hear. Listen, cunt. <laughs> Listen here. We have a system, DJ. If there is an opening DJ, there is a mid DJ, a peak time DJ, and a closing DJ. Every single club that I play at right now, they have a rotation of DJs, and each DJ has their system and time set they have to play. Furman, would you like to explain this a bit more? Well, obviously you're playing early. You can't play too many bangers, right? What's early? What's well, early? For everyone like listening, open, what's opening? early? Eight o'clock. So let's say the club opens at eight. You play eight to 10 or eight to nine. Yep. You're expected to play some of the classic stuff. Yep. No bangers. What? Okay, so why no bangers? Because then once we get to the peak set, mm-hmm. there's no songs to play. And you heard, you've heard all the songs already. Right. So in essence, what you're saying is the DJ plays the older tune so that they don't repeat. Correct. And especially with specialized clubs like Butterfly, for example, where it's just hip hop and R and B, there's so many hip hop R and B tracks you can play. Yep. So you have to be super picky on what you play. Yep. Because let's be honest, R.I.P. Pop Smoke. But if I hear three Pop Smoke songs in a row, and then I hear the same three Pop Smoke songs at eleven, and then I hear the same three Pop Smoke songs at one a.m., I'm like, these DJs kind of suck. I mean, look. It, it all comes down to the booking agents as well, like you know what I mean. All the all the promoters who book, they book the DJs for a purpose. Yep, and they book them at the correct times because they know they can kill those time slots. Um, and obviously, a diverse DJ is a good DJ because they can play whether they can play opening or closing or mid. Um, but you know what? We're not a Spotify playlist. You know, we have we play we play what we want to play, but we also read the dance floor and we play what people want to hear. Now, reading the dance floor means. We look into the crowd and we see what's vibing. So, for example, I play Club Humble 8 to 10. I open every single night on Saturdays. Every single night. Every single, sat- every single Saturday night. And I play R&B, hip-hop, so that 
other people after me have a huge selection to play. On and it warms the crowd up and yes. it works. Right. It has to be real picky. There's times where I'm at Humble and there's this beautiful 18-year-old girl, 19-year-old girl, whatever, and they're running up to me. They're like, play Dior. I mean, come on, man. I can't be playing Dior. It's a peak song. So, Correct. have respect. You may, you may ask us if this is a song we can play. But please be respectful of us. I understand that we're not jukeboxes. And look, don't get us so, don't get so pissy and like yeah. negative whenever we say no. I've seen some fucking people swearing at me, like yeah. "fuck you, can't fuck play the song." Yeah, or like they they get it's like I fucking told them their fucking mum died or dad Damn. died or something crazy. Literally, it's not, it's, not the, it's not the fucking end of the world, mate. I'm not playing your song. It'll be played later. Yep. It'll be it literally be played later. So stay at the club, buy yep. a few more drinks, go swear at the fucking bartenders. Hit that thing again. That's what I'm gonna do to your house if you ever if you ever take offense to me saying no. You hear me? I'm totally like guys. It's it's the number it's the number one pet peeve for all DJs. Or wait for this one, wait for a moment. Yep. Next, next, oh. next <laughs> play the next song. This is trash. And everyone's dancing but that girl. Or that guy. They're like, next man, this fuck this song fucking sucks. This song, bro, is the worst song. And then you, <laughs> you're the one seeing the crowd. And everyone's grooving to this, and you're just like, <sighs> "To be honest, we we mix fast enough as it is. It's one fucking verse, you one mix chorus. Fast enough. You mix fast enough. One verse, one chorus. You can fucking wait for that. Like it's not, it's not hard. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, like, look, we sound pretty negative, but this is just like this is like ten percent of of what I find yep. in the clubs. It's not like ninety yep. percent. It's the ten percent that makes it. Bad. Bad, yeah. And and if you're one of these, and if you don't know anyone that's like this, you're that person probably, right? <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God. Please be respectful of both bar staff and DJ. We're humans. We're working at our rate, at our time. We'll get to you. We understand that you Just like this song. And don't use this, oh, I'm leaving in 10 minutes. Can you play my song? I, <laughs> no, 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 my G. I didn't come here to get paid, bro. If you paying me, if I'm at your 21st and you're telling me to play this song, I'll play your 20s. I'll play this song. You pay me the money. Club's different story. All right. Perfect. So we've done the bar. We've done the DJs. Now, this one for me is probably the most important one. And the most controversial one we'll probably do today. Introducing. Oh, when you say controversial, I. Are you cringing? You cringing your butthole? Yeah. Hit that thing for me. The bomb? Hit the bomb. The bouncers. The security uh, the guards. Bounces, yeah. I'm going to take a very short period of being serious right here. Ladies and gentlemen, these people are paid to make sure that your night is safe. Girls, these guys are here to make sure that no one creeps on you, touches you inappropriately, and if they do, they're reprimanded. The door girls are there. They work very closely with the security guards to make sure that you're safe. If a bouncer ever asks you or instructs you to do something, do it straight away, please. Do you know what I find? Right, get get two drinks in in a person, right? And yep. a bodyguard, uh, a um, security guard, a security guard says something to them. Yeah, it's automatically the end of the world, and it's it's their it's their their wrongdoings, not the person that's getting Evicted. told off, right? Yeah, if they if they tell you to do something, it's yep. for a reason, obviously, yep. right? Yep. It's not you're the one that's drunk and intoxicated. They yep. are fully sober. Yep. So it's their their sober word over yours. Why can't why can't people just get in their heads? Yep. That your drunk ass is wrong. Yep. Uh, the amount of times that I see people message um, our page and I ask for 
and and blame security mainly because yeah. there's an issue. Yeah. Maybe just take an L and 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 say that man up and say it's your issue, like your issue. You know yeah, what I mean? For sure, for sure. Pull up one of those messages. I want to see. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna run through. <laughs> I'm gonna run through something with you, right? And and uh, everyone listening to this podcast, you're gonna get it industry secrets right now. So, for example, you're in a nightclub. It's popping off. You're having the best time of your life. Music in the background. Shorty, a little baddie. Shorty, my little baddie. You're like, oh my God, this is my fault. You're drinking your Jackson Coke. You're having a good time. <laughs> right? The bouncer comes up to you, taps you on the shoulder. Hey, man. This is, this is the thing, right? I don't want everyone to really listen to this. 90% of the time, those security guards are asking you to come outside to chat with you to assess the situation. They've been watching you. Yep. It's not a random, it's, you're not, you have not been randomly picked. Yeah. You have been watched on CCTV. Yep. You've been watched by one of the other guards. Yep. They are tapping on your shoulders for a reason. Right. This is not some sort of uh, airport security. Hello, sir, random bomb test. And it's always the Arabic guy or the brown guy or the black guy or the really weird Asian guy that <laughs> is wearing the 40 degree jacket on a 40 degree jacket. <laughs> Hello, sir. This is literally them going, hey, you know what? Can we have a chat to you outside the nightclub so that we don't have to be surrounded by shorty a little baddie? And pause. Short- this is where, this is where it gets messy. Correct. Because all the guys are like, oh, I've fucking done nothing wrong. Fucking fist fight right here, right now. It's literally. And that's when, that's when the incidents happen. Well, then, then we have to evict, right? Then once you start getting agitated, then we have to evict because we're like, I don't know why he's getting so angry. We have to remove him from the premises. Because if he starts swinging, he's going to swing on other people, other people involved. So when they, take, when they want to chat to you on your shoulder, 90% of the time, once you talk to them outside, you'll probably be let back it's in. It's fine, yeah. Have a water, bro. Don't have a drink for the next half an hour. You're all good. Or, hey, man, we just want to let you know it's a bit too hype in there. You're getting too hyper. You're pushing too many people around. I know the music's popping. Can you just calm down? And you're back in the club. But everyone takes it. Oh, this guy's gonna, oh man, I'm getting dragged out. And then once you start arcing up, we have to drag you out because you start flailing your limbs. You start punching the air. You start <laughs> kicking the air. You, you call st- for backup. Yeah, you start going, oh boys, oh boys, this guy's gonna fucking touch me, bro. This guy's gonna fuck. And you're just like, bro, why? So, security talks to you, talk to him. Step outside, have a chat to them. I promise you, and this is an industry secret, so I promise you, they're just trying to see. What's up with you? And if you just need to calm down and have a chat, or you need to go get a kebab and a water and then come back. At the end of the day, right? You're in the manager's house. Yeah. Right? They want to take care of you. 100%. It's their rules. Yep. They have the right to freeze entry. We want you to come party. They have the right to evict you if they want to. We want you to party. We want you to be safe. But we also have to take care of the other thousand people. I just don't understand why people would just blame security after. Yeah. When they're just, you just done the wrong thing. Just man up. Some people don't like being told what to do. And that's a yeah, bad thing. Yeah, yeah. Right? Cool. Also, if, you're, if you see your mate in a fight, right, at the nightclub, two things. Really assess yourself. Don't jump in. Don't start fighting 40-40 versus 40-40. Pull your friend back. Let security deal with it. Don't get in security's way. This is what I, this is all we say about security because I'm not a security guard. Correct. I, well, this is just from our point of view. Yeah, just looking in from then. promoters, from club owners, and from event runners. We want you to have a good time. So if security comes and steps in, 
pull your friend back, hold him back, let security deal with it. And then when security takes him, walk with your friend out, calm him down. Right. This was a good one. So you bring your friend to the club, you're working behind the bar, or you're running the event. He is a liability. He is terrible. You know that if he gets two Jackson Cokes in him and someone bumps into him, it's all over. He's just going to square up. Do you bring him to the club, Furman? No. Remember this. Really remember this. If your friend is a liability and you bring him to the club under your name and you are not responsible for him, the onus is on you. I mean, to an extent, I'm, okay, I'm going to kind of disagree with you on this. Okay. Because I like this. This is the first time. Well, they're their own person. Yep. I mean, like, I go out with a lot of my friends, right? And, yeah, look, I do hold accountable for bringing them there. But they're their own person. Yes. They're an adult. Yes. So if they get into that trouble, they're on their own. Correct. But manager's going to be like, Furman's friends keep coming in and Furman's friends keep getting evicted. I mean, if I was a regular, then, yeah, I'd... Correct. I would reconsider. I would say that a lot of people in Perth go to the same nightclub spots or the same bars regularly. I don't see many people that skip bar to bar every single week, every single week, right? Correct. And that means that you have to be really accountable to who you bring, why you bring them, and to the extent, I think you're right, to an extent their behavior, right? Yeah. So we have to be semi-careful who we bring and under what name we bring. Because I don't know about you, Femin, but for me, a lot of people have used my name to get in the clubs. Right? I'm not saying I'm no big shot, right? But a lot of people, oh, does John work here or does Jeff work here? I use Jeff a lot in my aliases. This is me, Alias. this is me adding myself or whatever. If I've introduced myself as Jeff, know that my name's not Jeff. Get fucking wrecked. Uh, <laughs> get, get fucking wrecked. Um, but when they come in, they're like, oh, yeah, John's mates started a fight or John's mates got kicked out of the club for doing coke in the toilet or john's mate's doing meth in the car yeah <laughs> you're like that's my mate right it makes me look bad and if i'm working at the club yeah but i feel like you're not you're not are you talking about an everyday like everyday person or more so someone that's involved in the scene or just people in general people okay. that use your name uh, there's an accountability that you have to set for yourself correct don't let people come into the club that you know are liabilities that's all i got right that's, that's all I that's pretty hard to just don't invite them Right, they can come on their own accord. Don't use my name. That's very disrespectful for me. For me, that's a very disrespectful. Okay, right, fair. So, this one kind of dives back into the other one. Uh, the, the other podcast we did with the kick-ons. If you bring your mates to the nightclub, don't leave them outside by themselves or fucking drunk ass shit outside, causing issues. Girls, especially. This is not a thing I've yeah, seen. This is a huge thing with with girls. I don't really see this in. Ethnic girls, because ethnic girls always stick together. It's always the white girls by themselves, the white guys by themselves. Just, well, two double blacks, <laughs> each woman for their own. <laughs> that's just a, that's just how it works. Smirnoff, the brand for you. Like, how many times have you seen it outside the nightclub? It's just one lonely ass girl, one lonely ass boy. She's, she's on the curb. She's yakking. She's on her phone while yakking. <laughs> <laughs> how is that even possible? On her IG, literally. <laughs> And then her friend comes out. Her friend comes out of the club. Oh, I've just booked her an Uber. The Uber arrives. She, 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 she throws her into the car. She's still yakking on the Uber. What are you doing? What are you doing with my Uber? 
Do not yak in the car. Pretty much. And I just want to say this. Stay with your friend until they get home. If you can't, okay, let's say, for example, context, you live in Mandra, you've come to party in Perth, she's yakking a whole You go home. home. <laughs> you go home with her. I have, I have certain situations with this, right? Get a plastic bag, put it over her ears, let her go home, yak in the plastic bag, <laughs> but also be ready for the Uber to charge you cleanup fees. If you don't want to go home with her, right? If Another you don't fucking thing. Okay, can I just... Take it, take it, take it, take it. Why is it every time girls... I, I'm in an Uber with a girl on Yak every time in, in the Uber. <laughs> and you know who you are. I don't know if you're listening to this because you hate me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hit that thing right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I, don't know, I don't know if you're listening to this, but she, she's yaked in the Uber twice or three times. Once I had a cleaning charge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. You know what I think it is? I think it's because you're so drunk and woozy. And the car's so like the motion sickness. Yeah, I've never is really amplified. I don't know because you have to tell me because I've never yacked in an Uber, a car, neither, or, or being drunk, right? Yeah, so neither. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the movement of the car that gets you even queasier. Yeah, and then the yak. Maybe when I'm talking to Alaska. <laughs> Damn, dude, that's fucking big shit. So <clears throat> make sure you stay with your friends. Make sure they're safe. There's the okay, guys. You are allowed to ask, hey, miss, are you okay? To make sure they're all good. Where are your friends? Have you got someone with you? All that kind of stuff. That's all you're allowed to ask. <laughs> Nothing else. The other week, okay, this is going to seem really fucked up, but I just want to see. It this is, is an anecdote. Up. This is a real story. This is a real story. Yeah, and this I'm is really fucked up. And I want, you, I want, if anyone does this, you are on, you are on call. Hey, miss, are you okay? She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm just by myself right now. I'm getting over. Do you want some company? Do you want some company? I heard this cunt say it. Do you want some company? <laughs> what kind? <of> like, <laughs> what kind of company? So, first of all, that question is creepy.com. Let's just leave it at that. Don't ask that. Do you have friends nearby? Are you safe? These are the words we're allowed to say. Don't be like, do you want some company? You want someone to cuddle? You want some uh, loving? What kind of person asked that? Are you fucking high? Don't do that shit. Boys, make sure the guys and fellas are all good when you come with. Make sure they're all good to get home. Make sure they're safe. Girls, same thing. Make sure your girls are safe. And it's really sad that I have to say this in our society. It just shows how crazy we are as a society. Don't leave your girls alone outside. Don't leave that shit. There's so many people outside that are just going to take advantage. Drunk cunts. Yeah. Dumb cunts. Yeah. Don't do that shit. Yep. Sounds pretty good to me. Get I mean, him in the Uber. I mean, yeah. Make yeah. sure they're home. It's, 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 the least of, it's the least that you can do. <laughs> Literally the least you can do. Right. What else have we got? Door girls, please and thank you. Yeah, be nice to them. Yeah. You know, you know, there's a huge rush at the door. Yep. You know, you got to wait it out a bit. Yep. Be, be patient. Yeah, 100%. Door girls are the gatekeepers to the club. 100%. So you best respect them. You know, they, get, they sometimes get the final say. You missed this on Friday. Was it Friday? I think it might have been a Saturday. Right, so this weekend gone. Butterfly has this thing where the general line goes to the right of the club and the VIPs left, right? Yep. At the right line, there's a little grassy area outside. You know where the gate is? 
Oh yeah, the yeah. Little grassy yeah. There's a little inlet, right? Oh yep, yep. In the around a the lot of people seem to piss there. Friday, Friday night, right? Yeah. This gentleman, I won't mention what he is or how he looks. No one in line wanted to use the toilet so badly he started pissing outside the club in front of the door girl, <laughs> right outside, in front of everybody on camera, everything. There was no line. He could have gone into the line, got yeah. into the club, gone to use the facilities. No, he pissed outside. So the door girl, who's this nice, beautiful young lady, was like, sir, what are you doing? Pull your goddamn pants up. He already had his cock out. She saw it. She said to me, she saw it. She goes, sir, I know what you're about to do. Please don't do that. There's a nightclub toilet. in." Before she could finish, the guy turned around and goes, why don't you suck my dick? Are you serious? To the door girl, yeah, yeah. You're 100% being serious 100%, here. 100%. You can ask all the uh, butterfly guys, it was, it was I think her name, blonde girl that works at Butterfly, one of the new girls that, that uh, come through to work for us at the door. God, yeah, God. Yeah. Why don't you suck my dick? He, t- he didn't even turn around, he just did said over his shoulder, right? Worse. She was like, what did you just say? He turns around and he realizes that's the door girl. And because of that, he gets refused entry. Done. Two minutes later, he's apologizing. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were that. Bro, come on. Shut up, man. What a filth. What a piece of crumb. What an actual crumb on the floor. (laughs) What What an actual peasant. Why are you going to do that? Like, how are you disrespectful? There was no line. And the poor girl had to see a penis who wasn't consensual. And urine coming from that penis was not consensual. Ladies, we're sorry. We apologize for that. Our gender's fucking stupid. When we pee, we pee. So, you know, please be mindful and respectful of the club. Ask. What else have we got? DJs, bartenders, door girls, security guards. We're pretty good. We're pretty good. Right, that's nightclub etiquette. Make I mean, sure there's probably a bit more, but time constraints. Mm. I think that's pretty episode. good so far. Yeah, I think we're. I think that if you keep to these rules, please and thank you. Be respectful, and I, I'm. I'm going to say eighty percent of you guys are really respectful. For those people, we thank you. We love you. Thank you so much for treating us like animal, uh, not like animals, for treating us like humans. We appreciate you being very nice to us, and we want that. For the twenty percent that don't, please. <laughs> we're, we're up to twenty percent. Oh, we did say twenty. No, eighty. I said eighty percent are respectful. Wow, well, I said ninety. I guess it's the few extra uh, years of experience, Hundred eh? percent. Please be respectful. Please understand we are working under the pump, and if you were if you were working in the same shoes, you wouldn't want this happening to you. So we want to make sure it doesn't happen to you by extending this to the general public and making sure everyone's. You know, our podcast may sound negative, but it's just the things that we want you to improve on because we do it. I if you ever see us not saying please, thank you, and being rude to you, you can come up to us, <laughs> but hey, man. Podcast number four said. And we'll be like, yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Podcasts are about life lessons. It's about learning respect for people who are in the industry that will serve you. Why would you bite the hand that feeds you? Why would you bite the hand that serves you the vodka lemon soda? Gives you entertainment. 100%. Be mindful. We're humans. Wow. I think that's it for us, hey? <laughs> wow. That's a half an hour, yeah. Nightclub etiquette. Episode four. Kick-ons with Furman and Jay. We are... Um a few episodes out from being visual, so you better watch out. Two weeks, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to put up a camera, we're going to put up some visuals, we're going to invite guests, we're going to start with some amazing people in local, local girls and guys all around Perth. And our end goal, our end game, 
Mark McGowan. You know he was in Gurrawin yesterday. Yeah, uh, right I, next to did, my house. Did Ty, did Ty show you the photo of him and Ty, uh, of him, and, him and Mark? Shout out Titan. Thank you very much for not shouting out this podcast. Titan, you're dead to me. You're <laughs> yeah, dead to me, Titan. You're dead to me. He, he was in Gurrawin celebrating the Vietnamese community. I Damn. live in Gurrawin. Why, why were you not there? I was at the nightclub working. <laughs> I see all my friends, so-called friends, taking a photo with Mr. McGowan and not plugging my podcast. <laughs> What's going on here, guys, huh? Oh, I'm also liking all the um, all the conversations that we have on our Instagram. Yes. We want you to uh, create conversation on the on our Instagram. Yes. So when we post up the uh, artwork for our um, podcast, we yep. want that to be the centre of our conversation. So start The start of it. Yeah, so make sure you you uh you know add on some things that we've missed. We really want you to comment. Ask some like, questions. Yeah, hundred percent. Start start the conversation. We'll uh we'll be sure to reply. Yeah, because we love talking to you guys, and we love to know what the other side of it is. Because obviously, this is one side of the spectrum. We are looking at it from one view and a couple of views because we've all been in the situation. But we'd love to know what you think, and we'd love to have a conversation with you. But for now, that little skyline is going off in that. <laughs> But for now, that's all the time we have. It's Kick-Ons with Furman and Jay. See ya.